it crosses all the check cross bars. What am I trying to say? It checks all the boxes. Checks all the boxes. Thank you. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Whiskey Sessions Podcast. This is episode 64. What's up with you, B-Pimp? I'm loving the Whiskey Sessions. It, first of all, this is the finest podcast in the land, isn't it? It's the best spirit review podcast I could ever think of. It is by far the best. And we are in the very middle of the summer of Whiskey Sessions. It's probably my favorite summer I've ever had. It, for me, is definitely my favorite. If our listeners don't know, we're pre-recording a few of these just because uh, I'm having a baby this summer. And so it, this episode, I think more than almost any other, might be right around the time of the birth. It's a birthday extravaganza! Yeah, so maybe I'll do a, a post-edit to let everyone know how it went if uh, it it happened yet. But we shall see. But even more important than babies, we have a killer top five for everybody out there. We're talking about our favorite top five cheap beers. So exciting. This is is an area that I've done a lot of research in. Tons of research. Years and years and years of research for this. I was putting in work that I didn't even know why I was doing it until this moment. Exactly. I feel like this is some, something that everybody has an opinion about. Certainly we do. And not only are we always helping our listeners by telling them what whiskeys to drink, but this is like a twofer. This is like, what cheap beer are you drinking with that shot of whiskey? We're helping you out at the bar. Yeah, there's a lot of dive bars that have a, a beer and whiskey double play oh, yeah. deal. Yeah. You got to know which ones to do and which ones to pass on. Exactly. So that, that's what we're covering in this episode. But before we do, be pimp what whiskey do you have for the listeners at home? I've got some Crown Royal Apple. Ooh. So I know a couple episodes ago you had the Crown Royal Vanilla. That got the boot. It got a hard boot. Real hard boot. How I, I don't want to say you're thinking boot or you're thinking smooth training yet. But in just looking at the apple, what's going through your mind? Well, I will say I'm thinking boot. Um, <laughs> it's a Crown Royal Regal apple. I mislabeled it. It's 35% alcohol by volume, 70 proof. It's also a 50 milliliter little baby bottle that came in this triple pack with a big bottle of the original Crown Royal. Um, I'm fine with saying that I'm thinking boot because if it's good enough to overcome my my you know negative uh, judgments, then you know it's good. So we'll find out. We'll see. Good luck to Crown Royal Regal Apple. I think it takes some nerve to even put the the Regal ahead of the Apple. They have it in small font. You can mainly see Apple, and then they have Regal snuck in there, so maybe they already know. Yeah, that's that's really kind of like... It's like you're making a claim, but you're not backing it up. If you're going to make a claim like that, put the Regal in big, bold font. I'll tell you, it smells like an Apple Jolly Rancher. Woo boy. Hey, and I, I'm not going to lie, I like Apple Jolly Ranchers. I just don't want my whiskey to taste like that, usually. I do, too. So, 
we're going in. Uh, this is about as negative of a pre-judgment <laughs> as I could have. Wow. All so right. So we'll see what the taste is. <laughs> if it's even like decent, yeah. Who knows? Let's see what it tastes like. All right. As you're tasting this, I mean, it's good to know you're setting your expectations low, so we can you can see where it comes in. Absolute trash. Oh wow! Not even. What are your first thoughts on even what you were tasting? I mean, I'm not saying you should even give it the time of day, but just just so the listener knows why it's trash. It tastes like it tastes like an apple Jolly Rancher, and I <laughs> oh no, believe me, I like them too. If you want a hard candy and you want a little sweet tooth item to you know have a little tide you over, give you a little sugar rush or whatever, that's great. It's a great taste. It doesn't have anything to do with drinking whiskey. This is an abomination. It should never have been made. I am insulted by the fact that a maker of such fine whiskey as Crown Royal, who every other whiskey I've ever had by them is delicious, would make these flavored nonsense ones. And just so you know out there, if you want a little goofball joke gift or something and you want to give somebody a little bottle of this, fine. If you really like whiskey and you want to drink it, Stay away from it. Wow. That is... I feel like this is an even harsher put-down than you had for the vanilla. It's much worse than the vanilla. And I will say, this is also the first occasion where, at least when you have been drinking whiskeys on your own, and I know this by taking a look at the list that Vodka Ron put together, the first time you've given Boots two times in a row. Well, you know, I've learned a hard lesson, which is um, don't go for gimmicky flavored whiskeys. Go for actual whiskeys that people are making with some kind of care. Yeah. And these are gross, and I feel dirty for having drank them, and I wish you all the best of luck. Wow. So a heavy boot for the Crown Royal Regal Apple. Why is it that, okay, I'm not sure fruit flavors ever work for spirits, they seem to work at least a little bit better for vodka. Yeah, and I have a theory about that. Vodka is a summer drink that there's a wider distribution. So like, so I think flavored vodka is more versatile. You can mix it with a lot more things. You can mix it with fruit juice. You can mix it with, you know, you can make more cocktails in the summer with it. So there's a wider market for it. Whiskey is more amenable to drinking on its own if you're going to drink something on its own and it's got a flavor to it like that the the um the disgusting nature of like the uh what's the what's the word i'm looking for it's just very artificial it's just immediately when it hits your tongue it's like this is gross i don't want it there's no there's nothing to discover in that flavor it's this is gross apple flavor and i should have known that so believe me this is as much on me as it is on crown royal (laughs) But it just it doesn't work. I I'm glad you've like taken some time to think about how that reflects on the choice that you made. I don't. It think... was a poor choice. <laughs> no, but you know what? Like the listeners at home want to know. They'll see this on the shelf. They'll see the apple. They'll see the vanilla. We need to be covering those whiskeys too, and letting it... them know that this is boot. If there is some kind of cocktail that I am not aware of, or maybe if you're a person who only drinks whiskey with uh, root beer or like something like that, where you don't care about what it tastes like, you just want to mix it, uh-huh. fine. Maybe this is fine for you, but if you care about what a whiskey tastes like and you actually like drinking it on its own, you should stay far away from these. 
No, or like if we have the listener at home that likes stuff that tastes like trash is going to mix this with their Doritos and their Surge Mountain Dew soda while they're putting on their Axe body spray. Like we don't want to say that you can't have this. We're just saying for, for the rest of us. It sounds like they're living a great life. I don't want to I don't want to deviate no, from that life. Definitely if that's not. your life, get it. But if it's not, you should stay far away from it. That's no, that's a great point. But for the good whiskeys, when you have an, a nice shot, you mentioned it earlier, B-Pimp, a lot of bars, they'll have these great deals. You have a shot of this with this cheap beer. Our folks at home, they need to know what the good cheap beers are as well. And that's why we put together this top five. How did you find putting together this top five list of cheap beers, B-Pimp? My chest swelled with pride because I knew that this list was coming with years of field testing and practice in multiple venues, multiple delivery methods, cans, bottles, cold, not as cold as I would like, a bar that I like, a bar that I don't care for. It's all over the map. I've tried it in every different scenario, and I have the list for you, listener. Yeah, I feel like I had to do zero additional research, and I love that. Um, But without further ado, let's get to it. These are your top five cheap beers. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. All right, B-Pimp, what's your number five? First of all, it fills me with deep sadness to have to do this. Uh But I knocked a beer down from my number two spot to my number five spot because of additional information that I found. Yikes. So, my number five is Yingling. Hmm. Have you had Yingling? I have. Oh, wait, are we doing a top 400 list? Because I think Yingling might make that for me. I, okay. So, <laughs> here, let me, uh, this is not going to be a long diatribe. This is a short essay okay. on Yingling. The taste of Yingling to me is good for a cheap beer. It's different than a lot of cheap beers. It has it has its own brand. It's got a unique name. It's not like the same kind of um, you know like light beer taste that you might expect. But I found out in doing my research that they are heavy Donald Trump backers, oh. and there is no way in hell that I'm going to have a Donald Trump a beer that's in bed with Donald Trump at number two on my list. I will keep it at number five because it is a good beer. So that is my opinion. And it is number five with a frowny face. All right. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm glad. So what is the limit for a, a beer that's in bed with Donald Trump can be no higher than number five? Or maybe if it was like really amazing, like if it was your number one, would it have only been kicked down to like number four? Here's the logic. Okay. If there was another cheap beer that I liked better than it, it would not have been on my list and I would have never mentioned it. Okay, fair enough. I mean, you can't be dishonest either, right? I I often find, like, here's a good example. I've never had Chick-fil-A before, ever. I'm nervous I might like it. But because I don't even have to argue with whether I may or may not like Chick-fil-A, I'm just not going to have it. I just I don't even have to think about it. This is another example of why we're good friends and podcast co-hosts, because I completely agree with you. I'll never have that trash. If I ate meat anymore, I'm happy with a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. I don't need that garbage Chick-fil-A. No. No thank you to Chick-fil-A. And uh, Yingling, you got bumped to five. 
You got bumped to five with a frowny face. Yes, good call. All right, my number five is PBR, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Uh, it's one of the classic cheap beers. I think its taste is steady, and I pretty much like it. But clearly, I like four beers more. <laughs> that's a that's as about as succinct of an inter, uh, review as I've ever heard. Yeah, I don't think there's a a certain pl- flavor profile that I'm looking for with PBR. If I want a cheap beer, it's good. A lot of bars have discounts on PBR, and I think it actually is probably the standard beer that you're going to get a shot with. If I were to say, out of all the bars that do that kind of deal, I think PBR comes up the most. Yeah, if you're just looking for alcohol and a delivery method, you can, you can do worse you than PBR. definitely do worse. Uh, all right, what's your number four? My number four is Miller High Life. Interesting. The champagne of beers. I like that Miller High Life had a brand carved out for itself, which was all those commercials where you would see like somebody cutting the grass and they would never show like above their waist. Mm-hmm. And it would just be like clearly a dude cutting the grass in the in the suburbs and then he would drink a High Life. It's perfect. They, they knew what they were. They embraced it. They had a slogan that worked for it. It's a non-offensive beer that it's cheap. If it's cold, you could drink it. It may come with a shot. If it does, that enhances the value. It's fine. Like, it's totally fine. Yeah, I will say, I'll give High Life this credit. I initially did not like High Life. It's actually grown on me over time. It is a good beer, is, and it needs, it needs to be cold. More than a lot of these beers, it's got to be ice cold for me. It, If it's that, it's pretty refreshing. It needs to be like almost like liquid nitrogen level yeah. cold. Um, but yeah, I would agree. If, if you are mowing the lawn, which is something I do not do, but if I were to do that, I think a high life would be a fine accompaniment with that. What is your next entry? All right, my number four... I think it's a beer we both like, although I don't know if it's on your list. Um, it's somewhat similar to PBR, too, but I think just a slight hair better, Hams. Oh, that's on my list. Yeah, I love Hams. Had a great uh, $1 ham special at a bar that was near one of my apartments in Chicago. Uh, it checks all the boxes of a of what I want a cheap beer to do. It's It's not empty. It's not like... It's refreshing, but it also does have a taste to it. If it's ice cold, it's cheap, it's something I would really want with a shot. It's just perfect for that. We had so many good times at Happy Village. Oh, yeah. With with the hams. I've, I'll have more to say later, but excellent, excellent choice. Thank you, sir. All right, what is your number three? My number three is Original Coors, the banquet beer. Whoa. Man, I gotta say, I... You got a controversial list for me. I'm not. I'm not hating it. I'm just. I you've you've got some different picks in there. They're cheap. I consider these cheap beers. They're domestic. They're well known names, but they're always going to be sold at a lower price point. I no. I agree with that. I'm not saying Coors is not cheap. I definitely think it is cheap. It's you just s- don't like it for some reason. I just don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. I mean, they 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 sell it in the little ba- uh, the little half pint bottles like the um, red stripe. Mm-hmm. 
comes in and Sam Elliott is the voice in the commercials. How can, I mean, it's just everything about it is great. They got a great brand. They carved out for themselves. I love the color scheme. It's like tan. If they call it the banquet beer for Christ's sake, it's great. Everything I, about it is great. I will say it's branding is good. And that they call it the banquet beer is pretty nice. Um, like that is good branding. I'll give them credit for that. Okay. Only one more thing I want to say about course. Okay. Uh, is that apparently, according to like the elder generation, it was a pretty special thing. Like just how you might like drive up to Wisconsin and get some like Moon Man or what's the name of that brewery? Oh, New Glarus. Yeah. Like I guess Coors used to be that kind of thing for people going to Colorado. Oh, I could see it. I mean, I like the taste. I'm I, I, I'm not defending it hard because i understand like these are all kind of in a in just like a swamp of mediocrity but like i think quartz has a little bit of a nice taste to it all right fair enough uh okay my number what are we on three is yeah rainier beer so see, this is one i haven't had but i know you talk about it yeah i it's so out of seattle originally of course i'm gonna be a homer about it i it's not brewed in seattle anymore and i think it's owned by a bigger company uh but it was just that, like, local, perfect, cheap beer. It is so smooth. I One thing I do like about Coors is Coors is pretty smooth for all the cheap beers. I think it does go down easy. I think Rainier is just perfectly hit that smooth level. Um, I, I would love to try it sometime. Yeah, you're certainly not going to see it everywhere. But that is the kind... I it might be the best cheap beer to do with a shot, in my opinion. I could be wrong. But we might have to do a bonus uh, entry at the very end of our list and say, what's our favorite beer and shot combo that we've had? Yeah, I, I am down for that. All right, what is your number two? My number two is, for a very special reason, I've been on a big health kick recently. Uh, lost a, quite a bit of weight, been working out a lot, riding nice. my bike around town. And for that reason, I like to drink Michelob Ultra. You know what? I don't even know that I've had a Michelob before. Tell us what you like about it. It's completely inoffensive. It is a cold beer. That is all it tastes like. It has the lowest amount of calories that you could find in a commonly available beer. And it is fine. And to me, that is exactly what I want. And it fills all the the boxes like we were talking about and it's cheap it's everywhere's gonna have it and for me i think long term like trying to stay in shape and stuff if i want to drink beer this is gonna be something i'm gonna be drinking so it's on there number two hey i gotta say if it if it checks all the boxes as we've learned what the term is and it has fewer calories can't fault it at all what is it like 90 calories or 95 or something it's even i think it's like 75 oh 75 so that's like half of a normal beer yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. All right, my number two is Tecate. Interesting. Did not think of Tecate. I, so this was the cheap beer that we went with for our wedding. We knew we wanted one cheap beer option, and Tecate just seemed like perfect to me. It has like, I'd say for a cheap beer, it has a little bit of a bite to it. Uh, can be enjoyed with a lime, but isn't like Corona in the sense that it needs one. Uh, and I just, I love the can, I love the design, and it's it's a good beer. Can't argue with that. I've never had a problem with any of the Tecates I've drank. Yeah, I'm not sure, 
I'm not sure it would be the best whiskey beer, though. I might go with our friends at Tequila Aficionado and saying that maybe a tequila and Tecate would be a little bit better. A Tecate Tequila. Exactly. Um, all right. We are down to it. Be pimp. What is your number one? My number one comes from the land of sky blue waters, and it is hams. Nice. Excellent number one. We have... I, I, I'm not going to lie, the Happy Village experience has played into this, because that was such a great dive bar that I don't think has been topped in my dive bar experiences. Um, it had a ping pong room in the back, for crying out loud. Yeah. But it's it, Ham's is so good. Um, anytime. Like, it's the beer. It's the beer that I would go to. Like, if I had a group of people, we were going to have a party or something, we wanted some cheap beer, we didn't want to worry about spending money. Get a 30 rack of hams, and you're going to be set. Everybody's going to be happy. Cold beer, delicious. It's so good. I love it. They've got a great brand. The cans look beautiful. Nope. Congratulations, hams. I I think that is a, a great pick. I mean, that's why it was in my top five. Plenty of memories associated with it, but you make a great point. Like, you get a 30-pack of that with some buds, and that's perfect. It is the, they have cemented themselves in my mind as the go-to cheap beer for a party. Yeah, I, I would 100% agree with that. All right, my number one is not as well known, but you certainly find it uh, in the Northwest, and I think you can find it pretty much up and down the West Coast at this point, uh, but it is Olympia. So I didn't realize, Olympia, I feel like, has... It has all the best aspects of Rainier and PBR, which I learned fairly recently. I didn't know it was actually acquired by PBR, uh, but it was uh, several years ago. And it just is, I think of just mountain spring water, freshness, uh, just an unbelievably like refreshingly cold beer. There is not even the slightest hint of a wrong note in it and it is just smooth it is that perfect cheap beer for me this is one where you know i'm jealous i never tried it i bet it sounds really good you gotta do we'll we'll get a 30 pack of olympia and just call it a night play some ping pong yes uh some original playstation and xbox that's actually more on on point for yeah. this episode. <laughs> um no it's it's yeah, it's my favorite cheap beer. Um, do you have any honorable mentions? I have one, and then I'll give my beer and chat combo recommendation. Beer thirty. Have you ever heard of beer thirty? No. There's a beer called beer thirty. It comes in a big purple box, and I've seen it in Indiana most frequently. It does not taste good, but we bought it at uh, a party at Keith's house once, and it comes in thirty packs. And it just had the most weird, like, unique flavor. And I don't understand what was going on and why they decided to make it. So I just had to mention it. It's not even that I would recommend it. It's just I had to mention it. No, that's totally fair. I would say for beers that I think I actually do kind of like, I do not hate a Corona in lime. Um, and a beer I just had yesterday that I kind of forgot about but might I can't put it on my list, but it's not far off, is Pacifica. Or Pacifico, I should say. I love that beer. It's good. Yeah, so I, I had one on the beach yesterday while I was getting incredibly sunburned. Uh, but it was smooth. 
I even got a couple of grits of sand with it, and it wasn't the end of the world. But yeah, what are your top shot and beer combos? Mine is a little bit weird, but there's a bar called Uptown by my old apartment by the train tracks. I don't know if we probably went there. I no, were... I think we did, and they were like, yeah, they had a band. Yeah, they always had bands playing, and they had they didn't have a, a proper beer and whiskey combo, but they had a the coolest bartender, and I always ordered a Budweiser and a shot of Bushmills. And every time I would do that, she would give me a chip for a free drink. So I consider that a special, and that is my favorite combo for beer and whiskey. That? No, I mean, that's a great pick. Um, I would say... For the beers that do really well with whiskey shot combos, I think Hams is one. I think PBR is one, certainly. Uh, and then I really think Rainier might be my very favorite. So if I'm going to go for, I just want something basic. I want a Rainier Tallboy and a Shot of Jack. And that'll do it yep. for me. That's an excellent. For I, Even though I haven't, haven't had Rainier, that's a great whiskey to pair with a, with a Tallboy. Yeah. All right. Special, special, very quick shout out to Demos Pizza in Chicago because they do a special for a Tall Boy PBR and a shot of whiskey, and they have delicious vegan pizza. So, any vegans in the Chicago area, go to Demos Pizza. That is good to know. I don't know of too many pizza places that do the whiskey shot and beer combo. They do it every day. Wow. I no, I, I like that. Uh, there was a burger place in Logan Square that has since closed that did that, uh, but more restaurants should for sure perfect for a night out yeah all right if you have favorite whiskey shot and beer combos or just favorite cheap beers that we forgot to mention go ahead and let us know on our twitter that's at whiskey sessions or hit us up on our email whiskey sessions music at gmail.com and we'll read it on a future episode but we got to get to your emails now these are your emails you sent us emails to read emails and now we'll read them all right be pimp I've got two emails from Dr. Sam Haricio, who you may know as the lawyer for Alex Perez, the CEO of Tequila Aficionado or Aficionada, who even cares? But anyway, uh, as our listeners at home might know, they were threatening a cease and desist letter. If we didn't initially switch the name of our podcast from the Whiskey Sessions to Tequila Sessions, uh, they said we were too similar to what they were doing. So this is the actual cease and desist notification. We finally got it. To the podcast people, this may concern. Notice of cease and desist for your Whiskey Booze podcast. This letter is served upon due to your use of the Tequila Aficionado podcast format. Did you know that this podcast had a format, B-Pimp? news to me. Yeah, okay. I, Dr. Sam Haricio, notable attorney at law, find you guilty of stealing... (laughs) Find me guilty? Okay, is he a lawyer or a judge? I think he's both. (laughs) Okay, not good for us. Notable attorney at law find you guilty of stealing the intellectual property of Honorable Alex Perez. If you continue to put out Whiskey Sessions podcast, you will be forced to pay Alex Perez a lot of money. <laughs> Bad business for you two. <laughs> we all humbly... Was this written by Donald Trump? All we humbly ask is that you make a formal apology and announce that you are rebranding your podcast under the new name Tequila Sessions. Hopefully, further recourse is not necessary and we can settle this in a civil manner. This will be your one and only written warning. Otherwise, we will see you in court. Dr. Sam Haricio, real attorney at law. 
ask for Horatio, he can Horatio your criminal history. So that, pretty threatening, wouldn't you say, B-Pimp? I like how he had to say real attorney at law. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that part too. However, and this is good news for us, this was followed up pretty quickly by another email from the good doctor slash lawyer slash judge. Dear Whiskey Sessions Music Podcast at gmail.com. All of this is spelled out for some reason. I was taking a drive to my summer house and decided to listen to an episode of your podcast. I apologize for not doing this in advance. It is clear you are nothing like Tequila Aficionada podcast. I took Alex for his word based on his voicemail, and I should have reviewed this for myself before sending the C and D. Please disregard my original cease and desist email. My firm will not be pursuing any actions against you. Alex, please call me ASAP once you see this. Best regards, and enjoy your weekend. Uh, And this is from Dr. Sam Horicio, real attorney at law. So we're in the clear, it looks like. Well, that's a relief. Um, a real attorney at law and judge cleared us. So Good to know. Um, I I feel like there might be subsequent emails, though. It doesn't seem like it's over. No, um, it I wish not. it was, but it doesn't seem like it is. It doesn't at all. Um, all right. Well, until next time, B-Pimp, do you have any words of wisdom you want to leave our listeners with? I'm a real whiskey podcast host. Yes. Me too. All right, this is A Mets. Sam, peace out. Be pimp. Bye bye. Bye.